little that little creature's sexy. Man. Gentlemen, welcome to Hear a Movie. Oh, I'm not Here a Movie Podcast. It's the film find. Oh, my brain is... We finding films over here. We finding films, and I'm finding the right words to use, man, because my brain is fried. Well, but, I ain't talking about no fucking superheroes, so... Good, because we're not talking about those. <laughs> uh, man, thank you, and welcome to the film find. We are a little bit late, but, you know, we figure we got to get you something, right? So, we got things to talk about here on this program. Yeah, a few things. A couple things. We'll talk about things that we've watched, things I tried to watch, and, <laughs> and maybe a little bit more. Who's to say? Uh, but yeah, this week we're going to be uh, talking about Snowden, the uh, new Oliver Stone movie, and uh, Bla- The Blair Witch, right? Or is it just Blair Witch? It's it's just Blair Witch. There's no project. you got to get rid of the article <laughs> and figure yeah. it all out. I don't know, but uh, we're, we'll be talking about the Blair Witch sequel uh you know as well a lot of yes. a lot of divisive talk on that movie so i think we're going to i think we're going to have a very interesting discussion about that and some other things and whatnot so mm-hmm. uh yeah just here in charlotte just trying to survive matt <laughs> uh things have been yeah. going down here <laughs> so uh well it's okay no nah, it's they sh- it, yeah they should be going so, down <laughs> some some things yeah there's some i you, mean whew. you you look at uh, all of that shit, uh, inclu- including your own circumstances. Yeah. Right now, uh, that city is like a portrait of uh, how fast shit can go downhill, uh, economically divide speaking. Real quick. Yeah. So uh, you know, because uh, there are parts of that city very rich, a lot of it very fucking not. Yeah, and there's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy stuff. But uh, you know, I, I think, and and it's rough because there's so many people that with with good and great intentions, and then you know some that are aren't, and it's just like it, it gets bonkers here. And uh, it's Charlotte, baby. It's, it's well, you know, uh, I think the culture of banking mm-hmm. just permeates that entire fucking city's ideology. I could, yeah, because ba- ba- being a banker is a terrible fucking thing. Well, I mean, who wants it, really? Let's let's be frank. I mean, I mean I, like I like money too, but uh, honestly, like, give me give me a beer with a lawyer over a banker. That's I mean, all I'm saying. Yeah, at least, well, I don't know. They're pretty. They're both pretty bad. <laughs> nope. I might. I might at some point in my life need a lawyer. Uh, ooh, snap, snap. Uh, but, oh shit. But we're we're here to talk so, about things that are helpful. So let me tell you more. what I did. I was, so I was in Austin this weekend. Yes, please. Let's let's hear about your Austin uh, adventures. And um, loved the city. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to go back. Will go back one hundred percent. Um, but I was there for an academic conference. Uh, mostly, what this means is that like there's one thing that you're supposed to do over the course of like three days or so. Right. Um. And the rest of the time, you can either show up to stuff or not show up to stuff. And uh, I showed up to stuff the day I was supposed to show up. All right. The rest of the time, it was uh, taco and brisket time. Middle finger firmly planted in the sky. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go. Just, I, these are going to be the things that I go do. <laughs> but uh, since it was my first time there, I've never been to the world famous Alamo Draft House Cinema. Ah, yes. So I went to the downtown location, the Ritz mm-hmm. on Sixth, uh, and um, saw a little movie. Oh. That that was really fucking fun to see as my first film at the Alamo. I was one of three males in the theater. <laughs> the ah. other two were there with their wives did, did or they, dates, although it looked definitely probably like wife territory. Right. Did they, did they look like, sweet Christ, I've been drug here for this? I couldn't tell. Yeah. But what I, what I saw, I was there with friends, uh, was one of the most miraculous film-going experiences of my life. Oh, I would imagine. It was amazing. I saw, with a crowd of nothing but women, Magic Mike XXL. Nice. Uh, you and I really like this movie. Big uh, fans. We talk, talked about it at some length uh, earlier, and it keeps kind of popping back into our uh, discussions on occasion. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> um, seeing it at the Alamo was fun as shit, though. Because uh, not only are you sitting there watching a fantastic movie, you're watching it with its target audience. Oh, of course. Right? Uh, but when when you go in and see, here's the and thing: buy and your like, ticket, and it's already yeah. on video and everything, like and has oh, been and for a packed. while. And so this this is like this is a proper like this is a hey, we're going out specifically to watch this. It's not like oh, we showed up and this happens to be what was there. This was made a mission. To go yeah, watch and, this for and, these people. And the Alamo, right, is known for these things, mm-hmm. right? It's part repertory uh, and and part like special event theater. Um, so you walk in, get your ticket, and immediately someone hands you a stack of cash. <laughs> and it's fake cash, but all of the faces are Mike, Richie, mm-hmm. Donald Glover. <laughs> And Matt Bomer. Nice. And so you just have this, like, fake money. And you know what you're supposed to do with it in the theater. Pay for drinks. You're supposed to throw it. <laughs> supposed to make it fucking rain. rain. And I got to tell you, there was a lot of cash flowing down that night. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the other amazing part is um, they they during the... Uh, dance scenes every single one had a programmed laser show inside the theater oh my god (laughs) so it was like you were in the fucking club nice wow it was uh they went fucking uh pun intended balls out here (laughs) and uh i had a fan fucking tastic time watching that movie with my friends and uh God, it, it just plays so well. It's so fun. That movie is so fun. Everything that you think hit, should hit with a big audience that's really into it does hit. Mm-hmm. It's great. Were there a lot of, uh, you know, uh, phallic dinner uh, compliments on there? Just like, hey, oh, try no, to no, put no, long no, hot Their theme this month is, uh, is Tim Burton movies. So, like, their special menu is all Tim Burton-y. Oh, uh, so all the food's overrated and not so good. It's just like it's it's like it's good, but it's not that good. No, it's all like solid. Uh, their food at the Draft House, by the way, is bar none some of the best food I've ever had at a theater. 
that serves dinner, mm-hmm. but also some of the best food I've ever had anywhere. And that like, was we're talking a, legit dinner food. It's fucking good. Yeah, that was more of a slam on Burton than it was, the, of course. Oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> Just for anybody but, out there. But, I, but, I, but, you know, it was also themed after, like, most of it was, like, Beetlejuice and Batman-themed. Right. And Edward Scissorhands. It's Batman so, like, brownies. So, like, good Tim Burton movies. Right. <laughs> um, and then, like, one was named after the new one coming out. Oh, of course. Which, which I'm sure might be fun. It, it, that, that looks like it might be all right. It's it's based on a book. So if it adheres to the book, it should be all right. People seem to like the book. Fair enough. And and Lord knows I like Ava Green. Yeah, she's not bad. Be- best actress on television. Did not get an Emmy nomination. Did not get one. Yeah, neither did Jack McBrayer, but he has also been on television in probably five years. But. <laughs> don't know where that comparison <laughs> came from i just like what's the weirdest choice i can he's, make <laughs> he's also he's also one of the best actresses on television it's he true. is indeed he's he's a um, he's a, he's a all right uh, let's talk let's talk about uh this uh this first thing and get it out uh, get it out of the way 31 okay uh so you went and saw rob zombies 31 uh I, well it's on demand so yeah. I, I saw it on demand i didn't oh you, did, you didn't to get to it. the okay I, I think it i think it opens in theaters in october mm. but uh we'll see how extensively that uh, happens well i can tell you this so i i, I tried to watch it myself um i only uh-huh. i only got about an hour into it yeah um so I, i'll weigh in and then because you've watched the whole thing so you can weigh in a little bit more uh, accurately i guess than i can i'll i'll sure I'll probably bang out the other half, you know, when I get around to it. Um, here's the thing, man. I, I, this was it for me. This is it for me. I, I think this is it for me. I, unless I hear otherwise from people that I respect, I am done with Rob Zombie movies. I'm finished. Okay. I, 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 I quit. I, I'm tired of his shtick. I'm tired of everything that he does. Um, he is essentially because uh, in like man right around like uh house of a thousand corpses was was okay and then devil's rejects came in and it's just like oh man this guy's really kind of growing as a filmmaker he's really starting to it feels like he's stepping into something that he knows and then you know as things have progressed on everything else i just have not really given a shit about or has just really been i i thought pretty bad now this is now this is where we diverge here mm-hmm. uh on the on the rob zombie trajectory i like after devil's rejects i think uh his strongest film is definitely the one you probably hate the most which is the last one lords of salem right and 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 i'll be honest like i i, I like that i like it visually i like that movie I, well i like all of his movies visually but they're also be having at this point a lot of sameness in them too and well, this-, this one I think more so than some of the others. Like, like I, I also really like Halloween two more than Halloween, which I know a lot of people don't fucking care for at all. Um, but, it, but you know, we we don't have to spend any time talking about that. But that's right. where I come from on this, right? Like, I House of a Thousand Corpses is uh, all right. Devil's Rejects is really fucking good. Um, Halloween, I feel like is. Uh, either on par or like a step back from that. And then Halloween two is a step forward. And then Lords of Salem, I think is his most mature, uh, work so far, uh, as a filmmaker, uh, 31 though, you're saying turns you off entirely. Well, I'm just like, I'm just tired because it it just, he feels like a one trick pony at this point. 
It feels like a guy who who ha- who is a big fan of cinema. That's ob- that's evident in everything that he does. Um, it, but I just don't know that he has anything to say that's worth a shit. I I think he has plenty to say. I don't think that thirty one's the movie that he says. Or maybe about. yeah. Or, well, okay. Well, let's put that. Maybe that's a better way so, to put. It. Maybe he doesn't so know here, how to express it well let, enough. Let me give the preface I have for thirty one. Okay. There are moments in this movie that are really fucking amazingly uh, well thought out mm-hmm. conceptually, right? Like just on a conceptual level. Uh, this movie is a huge step back for him as a filmmaker. And I know that it had some sort of uh, tumultuous production, like uh, it was supposed to have a larger budget than it did, and some funding fell through, uh, so the production schedule got rushed. Um, but I got to tell you, and you probably uh, feel this way too, I don't, th- I don't feel like he actually wrote this fucking movie. Like, and I mean, like literally, I don't think that there's much of a screenplay. Oh no, because it just devolves into like uh, you know madness. Like after the what, maybe 20, 30 minute mark? Yeah, I mean, like we barely get to know anybody, uh, which I think is okay because they're all uh, vapid excuses for characters anyway. Right, which, um, which is par for him. Uh, well, I, I don't think that. I think here it's particularly bad. Like uh, they're not, they're not three dimensional in any way, right? Like no. you have no sense of who they are. Uh, they're all stereotype um carny workers basically like like doofuses right they're just all fucking doofuses Mm -hmm. and you spend about 10 minutes with them and then they're thrust into the middle of uh having to play this game 31 right um all which all all it is is you got to survive the night right (laughs) the rules with which are very sketchy and shaky and like it's just called hey just survive you know kind of like all right well um sure I mean, it felt to me like uh, like Zombie needed to sp- to have spent the last year on one or the other thing. I don't think that uh, it's a big surprise to anybody that he has a new album out right now that just came out earlier uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you can definitely tell both from listening to that album and from watching this that uh, perhaps his attention should have been on one or the other instead of both at the same time for the past year or year and a half. Yeah. Like this movie opens up and it, it like to me, he really is just, you tell me if you got this vibe. Cause I certainly did. It felt like Rob zombie via Quentin Tarantino. Cause it feels there's like a little, that opening. There's feels a little like bit of that. Trying there. to be Tarantino so hard. There's a little bit of that there, although uh, like that opening does have have an actual narrative purpose, right? It's the only thing that tells us anything about what in the fuck's going on once they start talking about other groups that have disappeared. Okay. Um, so which I guess may it, happen after you yeah, cut off. Yeah, probably. Uh, and that's, so 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 that opening is from last year's game. And they they remember like they're talking about when the fuck's going on and trying to figure it out at, at some point in the film and they're kinda, like hey you yeah. remember that church group that disappeared last year blah 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 right yeah that's that's kind of what I gathered um yeah I don't know that there's that much to say I was really disappointed in it I'm gonna give it another watch at some point in the future just to um you know because I'm a fucking masochist I guess but yeah. uh, I mean. There are moments 
that I think uh, like that that there's something going on. I just don't think it's developed enough. Yeah, I think it feels like it was shot very shoddily and rushed. And and from what I can tell and what I've read online, uh, that's entirely true. It was just a rushed production, um, not having time for rehearsals, not having time for this thing and that thing. Uh, but mostly, it just needs like like some characters that you give a shit about. Yeah. I mean, to me, all this was like from the from the hour that I've watched at this point, everything is just it's like ninety percent style, and I'm like, uh, okay, good enough. And that can be effective if that's what you're going for, and there's a purpose to it, right? Like, like I really like style over substance. A lot of the time, I find that like that can be really compelling, but I don't find this compelling. Right, but here's the thing: is like a lot of his style is a lot of sameness kind of stuff it's a like okay is it i think he has an aesthetic oh, but he like does, I, like but i think that tarantino has an aesthetic you know like you watch a tarantino movie and and the way specifically since kill bill that he shoots violence mm-hmm. like it's all the same shit the way he shoots his dialogue scenes is all the same shit i don't blame somebody for having their own proclivities uh but when it's when it's done as shoddily as it is here, when I've seen them do the same fucking thing better. Right. That's when it's an issue. Yeah. I'm and just... I've seen him make like the better version of this movie is devil's rejects and house of a thousand corpses. That's the better version of this movie. Yeah. I just, I, and, and I'll finish this movie up, but after that, I'm going to have to hear some... Uh, I, I'm skipping whatever he does until I hear some strong things from people that I fucking know about it, because I he just... It, he's he's done for me right now. It's just... It feels like somebody... And honest to God, it, it feels like everything he's doing is very kind of... Uh, it's going on the path of Citizen Kane in, like, the, in like the story-wise, uh, because, you know, he's, he's very full of himself, very kind of, you know, headstrong in everything that he's doing, uh, he has a wife that he forces upon people that we that you know whether or not you like it you're gonna sit and watch this star and I'm gonna be the one at the back you know violently just clapping my hands with a dead-eyed stare in my fucking eyes. Um, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I, look, I don't know that it's like I don't I don't know that he has an ego about what he's doing. I think that he knows what he's fucking doing. I just don't think this is very good. Maybe. As of right now. Like I said, I'll watch it again. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work next time. Who knows? Not me yet. Sterling recommendation. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna say, like, even if you're a hardcore fan, like, well, one, if you're a hardcore fan, you've probably already fucking seen it, so you know what's what. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say, like, unless you like Rob Zombie, I just go on and fucking give it a pass. Unless somebody you trust says, "Hey, check this out," or uh, I don't know. You need something while you're doing coke one night to be on in the background or something. You I, want I, that I don't cocaine? Yeah. So yeah. All right. Anyways, anything else you've been uh, kind of watching? Um, well, I've been watching some TV, but I'll talk about those next week because I don't think that I'll get to an extra movie this coming week. Mm, I like like American Horror Story, Scream Queens, uh, that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. I don't know if you talked. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll talk about it next week. Um, the uh, season conclusion of uh, Vice Principals. Yes. Did you get to see that? Not yet. Okay, we'll talk about that I'm, next. I'm going to get there. It'll either be we'll, we'll we'll either talk about that next week or the or the following. Because boy, oh boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. <laughs> it 
I'm just like, now where the fuck does this go? <laughs> and they've already shot season two, so it goes somewhere, clearly. But So they got something in mind because it's already done. But man, oh man, you ended up and you're just like, well, where the fuck are we going from here? So that's good. Uh, so we'll talk about that later. Um, outside of that, um, I don't really know that I have much else. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get on into it, I guess. Yeah, let's rock these reviews. Uh, so the first up is going to be the new one here from Oliver Stone. Here is the trailer for Snowden. Best I can tell, you've been walking around two broken legs for weeks. When do I go back? You ever again land on those legs of yours, those bones will turn to powder. Plenty other ways to serve your country. You want it to be special forces? Yes, sir. Why do you want to join the CIA? I'd like to help my country make a difference in the world. The average test time is five hours. I'm done, sir. It's been 40 minutes. 38 minutes? What should I do now? Whatever you want. The deputy director of the NSA offered me a new position. Can you tell me anything about it? (laughs) You know I can't. Find the terrorist in the internet haystack. You're making people very happy. Thank you. You ready for a little action? Oh, this looks juicy. How is this all possible? Think of it as a Google search, except instead of searching only what people make public, we're also looking at everything they don't. Emails, chats, SMS, whatever. Yeah, but which people? The whole kingdom, Snow White. The NSA is really tracking every cell phone in the world. Most Americans don't want freedom. They want security. Except people, they don't even know they've made that bargain. Are they watching us? There's something going on inside the government that's really wrong, and I can't ignore it. I just want to get this data to the world. Hey, hey. I feel like I'm made to do this, and if I don't do it, then... I don't know anybody else that can. This is everything I have. They're gonna figure out what I've done. Did you access an unauthorized program? The government knows that we have these documents now. You're looking at a possible death sentence. I can't turn back from this. Watch yourself. We are running out of time. They're gonna come for me. They're going to come for all of you, too. All right, that was the trailer for Snowden, our first new release review of this week. IMDb plotline. The NSA's illegal surveillance techniques are leaked to the public by one of the agency's employees, Edward Snowden, in the form of thousands of classified documents distributed to the press. This is uh, directed by Oliver Stone, starring Jessica Gordon-Levitt, Shine Woodley, Melissa Leo, Zachary Quinto. Uh, you got Tom Wilkinson in there, and, of course, uh, our good friend Nicholas Cage. <laughs> who is fucking good man he, he does what uh, nicholas cage does so well well which is be amazing people <laughs> don't talk about nicholas cage enough like like as a legitimate good fucking thing and it's because he got shat on yeah. by his fucking agent and he got all his money taken away so he had to take shitty movies well are you trying but, to say that I, I i only do some of these for money <laughs> of course he does he lost all his goddamn money Ron Perlman didn't even try a fucking exit in that movie, the piece of shit. <laughs> right? Oh, man. So, uh, but uh, so you you and I, I, I think 
I think by and large we like Oliver Stone stuff, yeah. I yeah, I really like Oliver Stone. He has some missteps now and then, but uh what filmmaker making movies for 40 years hasn't? Yeah, it's it's tough. When you got that big a body of work, you you're you're bound to have a couple of misses here and there. Yeah. Uh but you know, the the one thing about uh Stone that I really like is um you know, he he's not he's obviously getting older, but he's no less adventurous as a filmmaker as he gets older, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not just doing the same shit uh that he was doing 30 years ago stylistically subject matter wise he's he's like all over the fucking map yeah um really the only the only thing that kind of like uh tethers everything together is just like uh exuberant uh experimentation yeah i could see uh like like within a narrative construct right so like how do you how do you tell stories in these different ways kind of thing and it's tough, I mean, especially with, like, this uh, this movie, uh, because it's a story that pretty much everybody knows, you know, it, if nothing else, the, the major bullet points, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a documentary out there called Citizen Four, which, I, you know, while, has, while having good information, is a fucking snooze fest. That's a boring fucking documentary. It's not... Which we see them shooting portions of. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, we see that in here. And but yeah that that movie is just extreme. It takes it it takes an amazingly interesting subject and you know and bores it up big time. Um, and this movie could be held under the same sort of thing. I mean, it, it could easily fall in that same trap. Uh, and while it's not you know Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, it's a, it's more interesting than Citizen Four was from just like a, from a narrative standpoint. And yes, there are, there's a is a narrative in documentaries, even though they are you know whatever. Um, but it's not it's not whiz bang ex- exciting because it's not like we're throwing in extra bullshit in here that doesn't necessarily you know belong. We're not making him you know Jason Bourne. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it it does get a little bit more of the kind of personal. Uh, aspects that you don't really that uh, were not present in Citizen Four and everything because that was more of a kind of a here and now sort of thing almost as opposed right. to uh, a um, a documentation of where he kind of you know came from and everything and mm-hmm. and I think that's I think and I think the beginning of this movie is where a lot of people really uh, will probably be informed by some stuff that they they may not know about Snowden like his army background and things like that and how he's um, and uh, the uh, what what do you call it there his uh his meeting with Timothy Oliphant and uh getting the uh, uh right the, the field the, work yeah the field work and the gentleman uh, getting him drunk and stuff and all that kind of jazz so th- i mean there's some really interesting stuff here that that i i was unaware of i knew you know again yeah, some I mean, broad yeah a lot of that comes stuff, out in the reporting but like w- one thing that that uh, i think is important about this movie is like it, if you go into it and expect to be told some things like the shit that happens in here really happened. This is not Oliver Stone making shit up. It is him coming at it with a perspective. Oliver Stone is a fucking lefty. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he makes no bones about that shit. Right. Uh, but um, he also does not have a history of fabricating shit up. He's interested in conspiracy, right? So JFK as a, as a film mm-hmm. uh, is something that appeals to him. But it's not like he believes all that shit. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. And, and all of that film is it's about the conspiracy, which is why I like all the shits everywhere. Right. This movie is about like getting the information out there. 
And so he's coming at it from a slightly different perspective than uh, than like a conspiracy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a conspiracy, right? On some level. Oh yeah. Uh, again, against a U.S. citizen. And and it's and and I and, and, and really against all of us, but specifically <laughs> against one of them. Yeah, it's it's not it's not working out so well for him right now. <laughs> No, he's still fucking in Russia for no goddamn reason. Yeah. We, people, you know, people think that he defected to Russia. It's like, no, no. That he asked for asylum there. Like he's Donald fucking Trump or something. All buddy-buddy <laughs> with fucking Putin. You know? Nope. And and I think one of the things that uh, that I that that people that may not know, you know, a bit more about the detail and stuff is truly really just the conviction that this guy has. And just going, hey, look, I got to do what's right, and you know, if it's gonna fuck some stuff up, which it does for him in a lot of ways, man. Not just oh, yeah. like, oh, I can't go back to my, you know, to my home country and everything, but personal relationship stuff, uh, business wise, uh, you know, the guy's got it's. He did not take the the easy path out. He he had chances to take that easy path, but did not. Yeah, I mean, he could have just quit doing the fucking job. Yeah, right. Never said a word to anybody, but. You know, there's an interesting thing, and he's always maintained this, uh, Edward Snowden. He, he's always said, like, I would come home and face prosecutions if they were not using the Espionage Act. Mm-hmm. Because the Espionage Act itself, um, like, carries with it certain things, including death penalty, right? If you're found guilty, it's it's treason, right? It's not a, it's not a type of crime. It's like, literally, you're a traitor to your country. Right. But what's interesting about Stone, right, is that, like, he he um, he did betray the country, but only to, like, inform us of how extensively our country was betraying us. Yeah, in, in, in many other times, th- and this it's would still be called, happening. Yeah, this would like, be called being a patriot is going out and saying, hey, look how look how your own government's trying to fuck you over. Yeah. And like you know, nor, like that used to be, that would be applauded, and you'd and there, be and, and you'd be raised up as a hero. In the film, right? <laughs> Nicholas Cage's character is one of them, uh, but then uh, they talk about another guy, right? They bring him up, and this really happened, right? He like he went to fucking jail for whistleblowing. Mm-hmm. The government did not want anybody to be talking about this shit. They would they would uh, prosecute you and send you to jail, right, for leaking state secrets or whatever the fuck to the press, or if you were Nicolas Cage's character, they just fucking put you in the relic room and you got to like make sure that all the antiques are nice and tidy. Yeah. Or or um, or you end up, you know, and if you're not careful, you end up like Manning and are, you know, just in, in jail at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, right? like there's there's shit that goes down like that, too. It's just like, you know, I mean, I don't want to say got lucky. That seems like a bad a bad turn of phrase, but, you know, kind of is. But it's it's rough, man. It's not good. But I mean, I think Stone does does a pretty good job of conveying everything. Again, uh, like I said, with Citizen Four, there's there's a lot of talk, and it can be boring. But Stone at least gives it, uh, you know, visually enough keys to where I think everybody in the theater was very engaged with what was going on and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's one like really uh, kind of brilliant moment where he's explaining like the rules of it, mm-hmm. right? Like. Okay, so say you're spying on this Saudi billionaire. Okay, well that you're authorized to spy not only on him but anybody who he calls mm-hmm. or has contact with. 
right? But then, because there's a three-step part of this, you're also authorized to spy on everything and on everybody that those people just an talk to and expanding web, right? and and you can do it for and, just and the most the easy you, of reasons. And and by the time that you've gone just those three steps, that's over three million people, or almost three million people, mm-hmm. right? Which is a lot of fucking people to be spying on illegally with no warrant service for one dude that you're interested in. That may or may not even, you know, have anything to do with anything. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Because there's no authorization for it, right? So so say the NSA has 100 hard targets. How many do you think that hits? You want to you bet that it's 7 billion people? It's pretty close. I mean, they that just called, hey, well, now we pretty much have carte blanche to do whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want. And, you know, it... And, you know, there's certain people out there just go like, well, I don't have anything to hide. It's like, well, it's not really about that. Yeah, I mean, one thing that, I mean, that gets driven home, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even if you have nothing to hide, that doesn't mean that what they're doing is right, right? Like, they should not be able to turn on my computer that is turned off Mm -hmm. and access the microphone and the camera. Right. And yet they're able to do that for no reason. Other than, Other than like they it. have access, yep. right? Um, it's fucked up, man. And and we kind of knew about it, but we didn't know how extensive it was until Snowden. Yeah. And, and the- what's really fucked up about his situation is he did all this shit, and not only is he over there uh, being faced with criminal charges under the Espionage Act if he ever fucking moves around and they get his hands on him, but we still, as a fucking society, don't give a shit because they still do it. Yeah. They still fucking do it. The NSA is still spying all up on your shit at all fucking times. They're like, uh, for no reason. Yeah, and, and you hear, see it in the movie and they're just kind of like, eh, well, we're kind of backing off. And it's just like, yeah, you are, but you aren't. And, and that's- yeah, right. It, well, it's the it's 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 there's a great scene in it that I really liked because I've thought about the same scene in, in several other uh, like post 9-11 political films, right? Uh, prominently in Zero Dark Thirty mm-hmm. and and as well. And what I'm talking about is like Obama's election in 08, right? People within the system who had problems with what was going on, whether it was torture, whether it was the extensiveness of the spying, etc., thought like, okay, well, here's a new guy. His policies are not this. Maybe things will change. And very quickly it turns out like, Nope, we're still doing a lot of the same shit. Yeah. Right? Like, Guantanamo's still fucking open. Mm-hmm. We're still torturing motherfuckers. That we're was... still doing extraordinary rendition. Yeah. We're still spying on motherfuckers all over the place. Well, what do we do now? The more things obviously, change, the more they stay the like same. New Leaders doesn't do it, right? No, not, 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 not as of late. <laughs> so... Uh, I think that the movie is very good. I don't think it's great. Yeah. I think, I think it's mostly really, really good. But there are a few things uh, about it that I think uh, hold it back a little bit. Um, most of them having to do with just like the it's a, it's a little long, a touch, uh, right? Just a touch. It's probably you know 
It's, I'm looking at the IMDb page. It says two hours, 14 minutes. It's probably 14 minutes. I was about to say, you could probably take about 14, 15 minutes off of this, and, and it'd be fine. Like, because mm-hmm. it's it does need just a little bit of tightening up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I got to say, the things that I like about it, that I, I have a like gut instinct that a lot of people would say have to go, but I really like that they're in there. They're the, they're the relationship moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think those right? are very important. Yeah, they're very important. And, and like that, that relationship that uh, Snowden has... Um, to Lindsay, right, uh, played in the film by uh, Shailene Woodley, um, I think that's really what drives this film forward a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it compels him to take certain actions or not take certain actions at various points in his life. Um, and I'll but, say... Yeah, I just, I just think it, it runs a little long, um, and it's a, it, it's a little talky, a little talky. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're like it's it's funny because it's like it's very visually interesting, but there are a couple things that could probably use a little sexying up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll say this bit um, because at first, when you see the trailer and everything for the first time, and you hear Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, doing doing Snowden's voice, and when you really a b it, it's not too, it's a pretty decent, it's a pretty good, uh, it's pretty it's pretty spot on uh, yeah. for for how he sounds and everything. Uh, and I really thought, especially with the first trailer and everything, that that would really be annoying. And he sinks into it so damn well. He really yeah, fucking I mean, he really about fucking 10, owns that. Fifteen minutes in, you're not even paying any fucking attention. No, to it's it. it's really good, and that's that's something I was really I don't want to say shocked because I mean the guy's been given fucking amazing performances since he was like fucking twelve. So you know right. I can't say that I'm surprised that he's given us more good work, uh, but I really enjoyed it, and uh, I, I thought he did a fantastic job. It gets a little bit of now. This is not really a spoiler or not spoiler, if you will. I mean, what did you think about the kind of like uh, transition to the real Snowden there at the very end? Seemed a yeah, little, I, hate, I didn't like that. It's actually. a bit corny, but it's, yeah. it seems like the corny that Oliver Stone also would do that. Yeah, well, it's but not in a good it, way. I'm not. I'm not justifying it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think you're dead on right there. Uh, this is uh, this is definitely an Oliver Stone moment, right? It's, yeah. It's one of those corny moments that. Um, that sometimes ruins uh, Oliver Stone mo- movies because there are too many of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think it. I think it's a choice, a decision that just doesn't pay off. No, it, like, there's it doesn't no reason need, to do it. Doesn't right? need to be there. Like maybe you, honest to God, could have even just done the last shot, and it would have worked fine. Like yeah. literally not having him, like the actual Snowden, say word one. Right. Like okay. that, I think, would have been actually more compelling than having him kind of give the last little uh, speech that he's doing in a te- teleconference thing to, I think it was South by or something like that. If, he, if that wasn't it, I know he did that at some point. Yeah. But I, I think it could have been, it would have been a little bit more impactful if it was just him. But I also think Stone wanted to kind of go, Look how good Snow, uh, uh, fucking uh, Joe Go's got this fucking voice. Look at that. Isn't it pretty good? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't that, know. That, I, that may have been it, actually. I was just like, no, no, seriously, look how good his, his fucking voice is, right? It's pretty good. And, you know, uh, but I, I look, I, I like the movie well enough. Again, I, th- I think we're on the same page here. Not a masterpiece or anything. I wouldn't put it in the top, you know, 10 uh, Oliver Stone. Uh, but certainly worth a look. And especially yeah, if like, I think so too. Especially if you kind of know a little bit about the stuff and feel like you need to know a little bit more. And, I, and you know, I, it's, people don't like hearing it, and it got nominated for an Oscar. Or did it win? I forget. No, it did win. Citizen Four won, didn't it? 
for documentary? Uh, yes, it did. Yeah, it shouldn't have because it was fucking boring. There were so many other good documentaries that year. Um, yeah. But if if watching that documentary sounds boring, watch this, and you'll get you'll get the same basic information and everything, and it'll be t- told in a in a narrative that's not boring. So also. Uh, highly recommended, you know, like, uh, I've pointed out before, uh, like I think, uh, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald is all about himself. Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, but I do really think that he, he is one of the best political reporters we have. Uh, so like there's a, there's a reason that he has an air of, uh, of arrogance about himself and, mm-hmm. and that's because he really is fucking good at his job. Um, he wrote a book, um, that came out a couple years ago, um, about uh like those documents in the nsa Mm -hmm. and um god why am i blanking on the fucking name of it uh no place to hide it's called don't ref it's called no place to hide uh edward snowden um the nsa and there's a bit part and the u.s surveillance state that book is fucking required reading Hmm. i think uh like definitely delve into that um a lot of it is is based on uh, his reporting during the Edward Snowden affair, um, and it, it's very very good. Yeah. So no place to hide, Glenn Greenwald. Um, get it from the library if you don't want to like give him any money. I call That's it the li- I call it the library. Yeah, get it from the library. And I'll say this: God bless her. Melissa Leo will allow herself in all these in so many movies to just look awful, and it's like because she's a, she's she, a because she's a fucking actress. I man. know, man. She's so like a she's, legit fucking actress. She's so good because she will take on these roles where it's just like she just looks awful and throwing away all vanity and stuff. Because she's a good looking lady, she mm-hmm. is. But man, oh man, she will. She'll just like, oh, you want me to look like shit in this movie? I don't fucking care. I'm an actress, goddammit. And she gets into it and throws all vanity aside. And I praise that every single time, man, uh, <laughs> because she just she just don't give a shit. And like, she's all about what she's doing on the screen, man. And yep. even though this is kind of a, it's a small part, uh, you know, for her, I think. But it's good. That's good. Even Tom Wilkinson. Who is who's just known for doing horrible things at Tom Wilkinson? No, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> even, even that shit, fucking. Guy. Even the guy who's amazing in everything he's in goes into this bit fucking part and just the guy who's so amazing he's often just wasted on the movies he's in. Yeah, I mean honestly, that's this movie too. Like he's just like, that's <laughs> true. He he doesn't do a whole lot, but you're just like, God damn it, you got Tom Wilkinson up in this bitch. <laughs> Good for oh, you, man. Lord. Good for you, movie, to just go, I'm going to get all these really good actors. And I'll, I'll say this, uh, Zachary Quinto as uh, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Greenwald, don't laugh, uh, that, he did really well too, man. Uh, I think he also kind of mm-hmm. got the, uh, the. there's a bit of smarminess about uh, Greenwald at the same time too. He's Like I said, he is he is very full of himself. And yeah, I, I, th- I think sometimes rightfully so, but like, you know, he is still uh, Glenn Greenwald. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you know. Also, um, I, like every time I think about the difficulty of saying Glenn Greenwald very fast, it just reminds me of Arrested Development. <laughs> because I just think Bob Blah Blah. It's, no, it's, you're right. It's, right? Like Bob Blah Blah's Law Blog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, he's he's going to be in the next Netflix season. Uh, here's here's the other thing Zachary, Quint, uh, Zachary Quinto brings to that role. Mm-hmm. Much hairier arms than Glenn. 
Oh, I'll still talk about it. My favorite thing ever of seeing Zachary Quinto was like when he was on Heroes, and like there's a point where they get him in that little isolation thing, and they got his shirt off, and I'm like, no way that man has a hairless chest. (laughs) 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 There is just like you look at him and like they just shaved him fucking dry, dog, and I'm just like, it looks like he's 16 years old, and like you look at him, you're just like, uh, uh, man, you a hairy motherfucker. Like you look like you just shaved 10 minutes ago, and I'm already seeing a five o'clock shadow uh-huh. ain't no way you ain't mr harry mcharrison up in there <laughs> and i was just like holy shit that's that's just funny to me because when i'm looking at like well, no 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 <laughs> well, like quinto quinto is so hairy that spock isn't clean shaven yeah like that's <laughs> that's true like like spock has a five o'clock shadow you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's bad when you can walk up to spock and like do a strike anywhere match on his face <laughs> What's going on here? Is Jim's lighting a cigarette. <laughs> I don't want to see that movie. And hey, man, after I mean Star Trek, uh, I, I, I guess mean, I, I'm joking because like I'm fucking hairy too. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I, I like I'll get a five o'clock shadow, no problem. And I'm the guy who can not shave for a week, and then people just finally start going, "Hey, <laughs> like, maybe like you're on meth or something." Yeah, people should be like, "Maybe you should start to shave now." You know, I know it's been six days. Just give it a little <laughs> bit of a. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to see a little bit of stubble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, six Lord. whole chest hairs over here I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a manly man alright well, let's, uh, let's Blair Witch this bitch let's get into it here's a trailer for Blair Witch what is that the guy who uploaded this video said it was from a tape he found in the Black Hills woods I think that might be my sister you really think your sister could still be out there after all these years? If there is any chance that I could find out what happened to her, I need to try. Legend said there's been a curse on these woods. Do you believe in the stories about the Blair Witch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, another scare. Whatever. <laughs> I don't need a button. Uh, that's a trailer for Blair Witch, second new release review of the week. IMDb plotline. After discovering a video showing what he believes to be his uh, vanished sister, Heather, James and a group of friends head to the forest uh, believed to be inhabited by the Blair Witch. This is uh, directed by Adam... Fucking Burkittsville, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Directed by Adam Wingard, written by uh, Simon uh, Barrett. 
starring James Allen McClure, McClure, sure, uh, Kaylee Hernandez, Corbin Reed, Brendan Scott, Wes Robinson, and Valerie Curry. Um, so I, I don't think we could talk about this without first talking about the uh, the first Blair Witch, uh, the Blair Witch Project, uh, proper mm-hmm. name. Um, I actually uh, didn't mention this in the uh, What You've Been Watching segment because I wanted to mention it here. Uh, before before this movie came out, uh, I actually rewatched, dusted out the old DVD, or yeah, DVD, uh, oh. from way back when of The Blair Witch and, uh, and, and watched it again. Now, I was, um, I think, 17 when The Blair Witch came out. Uh, my brother and I drove up from Lancaster to Rock Hill. This is the first time I'd ever been like driving at night by myself. <laughs> yeah. And so we drove up there to the uh, I don't want to say it was the, uh, the whatever the Galleria the one the one that was right behind the Galleria Mall there. Drove mm-hmm. all the way up there. You've never going home at night, man. You've never seen anyone drive slower on the bridge uh, like by Bowater, man. So slow. <laughs> Everybody that was behind me had to be because I was just like I was scared off my ass just driving back at night because my vision was is not the greatest and I had not been driving all that long so I was just like oh shit tried to hold it together man, uh, but you know so I was like seventeen my brother was like fifteen I, we kind of I snuck him into this movie and everything because even at seventeen I looked like I was twenty because I'm six four and uh, they don't give a shit uh, but man it. I, I remember liking the movie back then, and I've actually grown to like it even more as, as the years have gone on. What were your kind of thoughts on the first uh, Blair Witch? Uh, I mean that that movie's amazing, man. It's it, and honest to God, like, I it know holds people up who pretty really well. hate it, and they come from it not like they've never liked it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's uh, it's also just trendy to not like that movie now. Oh yeah, I mean it's I mean it's uh, it was, right. I, it's a, it became a joke very quickly. Oh yeah, and and I I love one of my favorite bits, and I'm not a big Family Guy fan uh, after like season three, but one of my favorite things with Family Guy was uh, when uh, they cut away and Brian was like when I was a. Uh, uh, an interpreter for the blind, and he's going into a movie, and they're watching Blair Witch. They're walking, they're walking. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Something about a map, and it's over. Right. Everybody looks pissed. <laughs> and that was that was always kind of the joke: is that nothing really happens in that movie, and it ends, and it's it's you know for, for some people very unsatisfying. Yes, uh, I did not feel that way, and rewatching it and everything again. Uh, there's just such a uh, a great rawness to everything that is in there, and how that production came about, and everything, uh, and how they designed everything. They're like, hey, you, they would hike out to this place. They, you know, the people that were in it, they are the ones who shot it. Uh, yeah. They were kind of given a very, they had a very improv background for everybody. They go, hey, here's your kind of character beats for the day. They don't know what anybody else's character beats are, and then they go, and uh, it's it's it puts out something that you know many people thought was a real fucking thing. Uh, I was never under the delusion that this wasn't just a movie, uh, and I mean I saw it opening night, so <laughs> I was never one of those well, like it's, but right, it's but, real. But did you did you see the documentary? Yeah, 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 on the Sci Fi Channel. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, like I knew it, I knew this movie wasn't real, but I was intrigued by uh, like the documentary aspect of it. Right? Yeah, I love and, wh- and what works is that like around this one film, all the way back in fucking nineteen ninety nine, there's already an expanded universe, mm-hmm. right? There's the documentary, which is quite good. Um, Curse of the Blair Witch, I believe it's called. Right. And then uh, there's the website, which is still available online to this day. Oh, wow. Them uh, and Space it, Jam. 
Uh, well, Space Jam, I think, is officially down now. Oh, is it? But, oh, that's but Lionsgate uh, has insisted for the time from the time that they bought Artisan mm-hmm. Entertainment uh, that uh, the Blair Witch Project's website stay up. Nice. So you can go on there. Uh, it's normally blairwitch.com, but because of the new movie, they've uh, like the main page of that site is for the new film, ah. and it's not it's like a typical movie site. But you can still find it's like blairwitch.com slash project, I think is what it is. Hmm. Uh, but eventually it'll just revert back. That's um, cool. To the old school website. But it, it's definitely old school. I mean, like really small JPEGs and shit like that. <laughs> uh, that fucking uh, MIDI music in the background and shit. All kinds <laughs> of stuff, yeah. It's a uh, GeoCity uh, like site. Bi- bios of the characters, you know. All angel fire fucking <laughs> just garbage. Yeah, like like nav arrows that you have to click on ah, and that so move. Good. Yeah. So good. God, if the you, internet if, was if, a waste. I should I should show that fucking site to my students actually. So you're like, that, this is what the web was like when I was your age, uh, motherfucker. Oh, I I was like I saw something like I saw like some uh Tarantino documentary about like way back in the day and like just seeing like seeing some of the old things, you're like, Oh, I remember how awful the internet used to look. Man, it was uh-huh. just nasty. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was it was cool. But uh going into this movie I was I was kind of excited. I mean, Adam Wingard is kind of a guy who uh has grown to pr- like slight prominence over the last uh-huh. couple of years. Uh your he knows next the shit, man. Yeah, your next finally got a proper theatrical release after being, you know, kind of uh sitting in limbo there for a while. I don't I don't know exactly the story of what happened there. Uh, yeah, I but, don't I don't remember either. But it finally got out and everything, and I think we both uh, thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Yes. And, of course, he's done some stuff for your uh, VHSs, your ABCs of Death, and all that kind of stuff. And his stuff has always been pretty darn interesting. And his his movie, The Guest, is really good. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, going into this, I was like, okay, well, we got um, him and Simon have been doing, you know, kind of the uh, the tag team and for shooting and directing here for a while. And it's it's turned out pretty well. And so I went into this really with no expectations outside of like, hey, it's a Blair Witch uh, sequel, if you will. Uh, right. And because I stopped watching this trailer, the second I stopped watching it, because I, I was like, when I was like, oh, this is my sister, and like the second I knew it was a Blair Witch thing, I closed my eyes because like I did not want to know anything about this movie going in, and I'm glad that I didn't uh, because this movie, I, like, there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate for this movie. What's it sitting at at Rotten Tomatoes right now? I don't have my shit up. Uh, uh, hold on. I'll pull it up. It's right got to be bad because this this thing is. I don't want to say it's divisive because a lot of people hate it. <laughs> well, you, you know, it's thirty seven percent, so better than some stuff recently, yeah. like Suicide Squad and When the Bow Breaks yeah. and uh, the movie you watched last week, and uh, yeah, so better and, than some stuff. And I'll say but, this: this and this is better than those movies. Uh, this uh, like, and here's the thing. You're going to hear a lot of people bitching and complaining about how, like, oh, because this is a found footage movie. Uh, uh-huh. They're they're shooting a documentary, as you kind of heard at the beginning there. Guy um, is wants to go out. Like, his sister, you know, died, I think it's 15 years ago in the narrative of the film. Yeah. And uh, so she, she kind of disappeared in the Blair Witch, uh, you know, uh, the original movie there. And uh, so he's like, I want to go out and do a thing. They're doing a documentary on all that kind of crap. And uh, they they up the number of people that are going out. So instead of three, it's like what six, seven, maybe something like that. I forget uh-huh. the exact number. Uh, but a lot a lot of people going out. You have to go ahead and throw away the idea of you're going to get a lot of unrealistic camera angles here. 
but they do it. In a, they do it in enough a way that I don't fucking care. Uh, they're like, hey, we got some kind of Bluetooth style headsets and everything, but they've got a you know nice high definition camera in it. Uh, we we do drone stuff. There's other you know different ways just to give them more angles than the two that they had in the original Blair Witch Project. Um, and and if you can get if and you know suspension of disbelief, if you can throw that stuff away, um, it it works. I I think nothing really bugged me about that. I mean, and I'm and I'm usually yeah. a pretty you know decent stickler on things like that because that's the world that I come from shooting stuff. Uh, but I mean, if you can, if you can let that go, you're fine. Yeah. I, I think, uh, one thing that I see, um, like bandied about in the reviews is, uh, like this is, this is not scary. Right. Um, I don't know. I think, I think there are some compelling moments in this motherfucker. You're just like, what the fuck is actually going to be happening? Yeah, there now. there is some scary stuff. I mean, and people said the exact same thing about the first one. And I, and I always tell people, I'm like, oh, the Blair Witch is not a scary movie. Well, let's watch that at ten o'clock at night, and then let's go get our camping gear and go sleep in the woods. Most people won't make it through the fucking night, right? Because I mean, like it's it's far. Like we all like to. Everybody tries. Like people want to be harder than they are. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And well, it, here's an interesting way to think about this movie. I think. Uh, I'm putting it in a longer and growing line of sequels that function as franchise reboots. Yes, and that's that's clearly what this is. Yeah, right? Like uh, like Jurassic World, like Star Wars Force Awakens, mm-hmm. this is a movie that harkens back to all the things that are familiar and that you liked about the first movie in order to erase the one you hated. <laughs> True. Which was Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows, right? Which I will watch. I find that movie interesting. It is terrible. It is a bad fucking movie. There are interesting things in it, but it's bad, right? Yeah. Um, And uh, this one is just going through those paces, and I guarantee you, no matter how much money this movie makes, uh, which is not going to be a lot, but certainly, but it's it'll profitable. probably make its budget back. No, it's at this point, it's already profitable. So oh, you've already looked at it. Yeah, yeah, it's already profitable. So they're 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 in the black already. So they're good. Yeah. So so there will be another one. Yeah. Whether it will be found footage or not, will we we will see. Um. But uh. I th- I think that the ground is now set to explore things further in this world. And I'll say this as well. Oh yeah, well, holy shit! Five million bucks to make this thing. It's already made sixteen. Yeah, there's going to be another one. Yeah, there will be another. And people movie. are just like, oh well, it didn't do the business Blair Witch did. I'm like, that's a different day and time, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you're. You, you also, don't... that movie was a phenomenon. Yeah. And here's the other thing, I had been hearing about this fucking movie, The Woods, mm-hmm. and how fucking good it was from film critic friends, for a goddamn year almost. Yep. And as soon as it becomes the Blair Witch, all of a sudden, nobody's interested in fucking seeing it. Yeah. Isn't it funny? It's weird how that fucking happens, right? Mm-hmm. The Woods, highly anticipated horror movie. We like Adam Wingard. Holy shit, that first trailer of The Woods, which I saw when it was called The Woods, right? Hmm. Everybody's like, holy shit, this looks awesome. This is going to be fucking good. Month later, Blair Witch. Now, nah, I'm not interested in seeing that shit. Yeah. 
You're wrong. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you're wrong, people. You're 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 dead wrong. Yeah, I mean, like I'm looking at some of these reviews on here, and I don't know what the fuck these people wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are some nice touches here that are that are fully uh, theirs. I think the the climax of this uh, film uh, in the house, right, mm-hmm. is is like kind of masterfully orchestrated to go back to exactly what the fuck footage was found in the first place by them, mm-hmm. right? Like. So let's like let's, the whole thing, let's the do, whole thing is real quick, going real quick, right? Uh, so yeah. let's 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 just say uh, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna go into uh, I think we because I think we I think it needs to for people that have seen it and and I want to get into it a little spoilers. bit because I think that that has to so let's let's do spoilers from here on out uh, for for uh, Blair Witch because I, I think we need to talk about some stuff because I think that I think that's also um, what also helps this film I think with where we go so spoilers from here on out. So yeah, that is that's one of the cool things about this whole movie is um and and people are like people are screaming at it for this and I think that's fucking stupid is that they're going back and they're kind of they're helping build on the mythos. This movie does what Paranormal Activity 2 did. It made me mm-hmm. like the first one more because it yeah, it brought more to the party and it just goes, "Hey, you know that stuff that we really couldn't figure out? Here's a little bit more, but we're also going to sprinkle a little bit more mystery on top of it." And well, you know, this movie also goes into into some stuff that the that they wanted to do in the first film and they couldn't, which I liked as well. That they went back to that well a little bit. Uh, one thing that's notable is the witch appears on screen. Right. Right. Um, we see her inside the house. There's also a couple of times in the film, out in the woods, uh, a white figure that gets spotted, mm-hmm. peeking around trees. Right. We're not sure if it's the witch or something else going on. Right. Uh, that comes out of they actually had that happen in the first film, uh, but so they had a guy dressed up in like a fucking white bodysuit, mm-hmm. uh, just like there to freak people out. And uh, one of the scenes where uh, where they're woken in the middle of the night with all kinds of shit, right? Uh, you hear Heather in that movie scream out, "What the fuck was that? Do you remember that?" Oh yeah. What she's talking about is the is she sees the guy dressed in white standing back in the woods, and she has no fucking clue what the fuck that is. Right, because they have not told them this stuff. <laughs> right, but it doesn't make that doesn't make it in the movie because the cameras don't read him in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Right, and so they go back and they put some of that in this movie, which I think is pretty fucking great. It's something that never actually even occurred on film in the first one, and here we are. It gets built into the sequel. Yeah. And I love the idea of it's. I mean, because there's there's a big to do about the map in the in the first one, and in this one we really realize oh, it's the woods also that are changing. So like a lot yes. of the sound and stuff that you hear, which the sound design in this movie is really great. And fuck you to whoever's just like I didn't know that these uh, cameras would have five point one surrounds. Go fuck off. Just go fuck off. And all of your just everything. Just just shut the fuck up. I mean, it's just it's a, it's a storytelling medium. No one is claiming that this is a goddamn documentary. Shut the fuck up. Um, but it's it really works, and it it makes you re- again. This is something that you'll go back and you'll watch the first one again, and you'll go, "Ooh, here's more stuff." Oh, and I mean, and I love the fact that you know we get to a point and we realize, hey, the footage that we shot to begin that uh, that actually brought us to these woods in the first place was actually footage that these people shot. 
And I was just like, the second that you see that, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is because when you look at the first one, when you when you look at that video, it looks very similar to what we saw in the Blair Witch, but it was not video from that, which I thought was right. very interesting. Yeah. And and then it kind of and then we go in and we find out why it looks the same but yet different, and yeah. I think that really works. I love the I love the whole time aspect. I I was not expecting that at all, uh, and right. then, and especially the first the first time that you see them, it just goes. How long have you been here? It's like, oh, well, this is, you know, it's, we saw you guys a couple hours ago. It's been five days. And, you know, yeah. and then like that the kind of. The sun won't come up. Yeah. It's that whole thing. That, and, and like, and that's what's so cool about it because at that moment, you're just going, well, is it bullshit? Because these guys have been kind of, they've sort of been fucking with us. They brought us out here for, you know, dubious reasons and whatnot. Uh, so, and then when we find out later, then when you see him with, you know, a big giant beard and everything later, just goes, oh, wow, you look exactly like, I, you know, like I, I saw you, you know, days and days and days ago. Right. And I, I, it, it works, man. Everything works with me. Like I, I can throw away all the kind of stupid camera stuff that people bitch did about. You, uh, <laughs> did you see the, uh, like at the end, did you make the connection between the video they were watching at the beginning of the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because right, so you see the reflection in the mirror and everything, and and he goes, "Oh well, I think this is my sister," and it's actually the gal. The yeah. And, and um. But but also like there's a loop thing going on, right? Because mm -hmm. the the footage we're seeing is exactly the same footage that he sees at the beginning of the film. Right. That the guy found who ends up. Work being like the guy who works for the witch, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's trippy, man. And that's what's and that, again, that's what I also like. I, I'll definitely buy this on Blu-ray when it comes out because I think it's, I think it's worth another shot. And um, because it's like uh, it, it's it's kind of like Back to the Future. It makes you feel like oh well, I'm I'm getting more out of this the more I watch it. I can see other things and it, it feels it feels like Adam Wingard's no one knows what he's doing now. Other than I mean, I'll, I'll throw a couple. I'll lob a couple of uh, small complaints. Nothing big. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple too. Let's see where yours are. Uh, the the big one for me is I wish they would have. I mean, because it is a little bit of a Chekhov's rifle kind of thing. I wish they would have done something else different with the drone. I like the idea. I mean, I like the shots that it gives. Uh, obviously, um, yeah, I wanted some weird shit to happen. Like, like what the fuck yeah. does it actually end up seeing up there? Not not much. Right. And it, it like and it makes for a very. Uh, I like the tree climbing scene. Like I, uh -huh. to, to go retrieve it when it's stuck and whatnot. I like it, but ultimately, it leaves a lot to be desired. That's one. Of, that's one of my biggest complaints. What What do you got? And that might disperse some other. No, things I think mind. that was that was mine too. Was the drone man? I wanted some cool shit, like so they would see weird fucking things happening in the distance. I mean, like what the fuck is that? Yeah, uh, something like that. I think would have been very useful, or uh, for it to come back online later, right? And um, what I did also like, um, I, I like the body horror stuff. That uh -huh. was all. That was all very effective. Yes, I I, I thought that well, was a right, great element. It's to also put in. all all part of mind games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I I to me this is a strong recommendation. Like, and and I've told other people like, look, if you hated the first one, chances are you're probably gonna hate this one. But if you're one of the people that can kind of that have seen through a lot of the you know the hatred the uh, kind of like everybody hates that first Blair Witch movie because it's the thing to do as as we've kind of said then you're you're not going to dig on this. But if you can see past that kind of stuff 
and you and you and you like the Blair Witch well enough, this is a this is a very solid watch. And I, I again, I I think they're they're doing the smart thing uh, that Paranormal Activity did because when Paranormal Activity two came out, I was just like, oh fuck. What you know? How are they going to do a sequel to this movie? And they brought more to the mythos. They brought more to everything in that movie. It made me appreciate the first one more. This one did that as well. And if they continue to do that, I'll at least watch at least one more of these. I don't want them to go fucking nuts, but you know, if you can give me something of this quality, I'll take it. I mean, I had I had a really really fun time. Yeah, I did too. I want I want more. Let's do it. Make it happen, Hollywood. <laughs> All right, well, uh, so that's two recommendations. Uh, Adam, where can we find you online, bro? Well, of course, we've got Hero Movie Podcast at heromoviepodcast.com every single week. New stuff. Uh, this uh, coming week and everything, uh, Sean and I are going to be talking about James Gunn Super. Oh, shit. Uh, from 2007. You, you should have had me on the show because I saw that fucking movie premiere in 2010. Uh, so, so did I. So did I. The weird thing was is we'd had to go to the Epicenter to see it. That was the only place in town showing it. It was very, very bizarre that that was where it would show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that's where I met uh, uh, James Gunn, actually. It was in Toronto at the premiere of that fucking movie. Well, aren't we a fancy boy? I, we, it was the most fancy fucking thing that ever happened to me. We, we, we could have met him. He apologized Dra- for the second Scooby-Doo to me <laughs> because I'd seen it because I liked him. Well, we, we, could have se- we could have seen him at Dragon Con, but he didn't come into the party that we were at. Oh yeah, that's well. He did, but we were not in it at well, that point. Well, now he was on the outside. We were oh. we were on the inside in that room uh, drinking and partying and stuff. And he had kind of come oh, and around he, and he hung outside for a minute. Yeah, that's he right. he hung on the outside me. stuff and like and we were just like and we saw like pictures like an hour or two later. We're like, God damn it, James Gunn was fucking hanging outside of the room that we were you know drinking and partying at. So it was you know it was fun. Well, I mean, at, at least we know his style, man. That's true. Uh, uh, so we'll be talking you can, about, you can follow me, uh, yeah. at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith too. And, and now finish up your pitch for what you're doing on here movies. Well, no, that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to, I, I, we almost didn't talk about what we're talking about next week, which is going to be the oh, magnificent yeah. seven. Yes. Uh, that's I'm, a big I'm looking one. forward to that one. I am too. I'm going to go see it with my dad. I like, uh, Fuqua, tomorrow. I like that whole cast. Yeah. Like the cast is great. You know, Fuqua usually can deliver. I mean, he's a little hit and miss there, but you know, he's well, been, I, I th- didn't, you, did you watch the equalizer? Yeah. yeah or was yeah. that just me? No, no. I we, enjoyed the shit out of it. I did too. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Uh, so, and I'm really looking forward to the new Disney movie actually. And that's uh storks. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to storks. Quite honestly, probably not going to go see it. Uh, now, now that I have like budgetary constraints uh, because of the fucked up uh, movie pass thing, yeah. not going to spend my money on it. No, I, I think I'm very much say. looking forward to uh, Queen of Catway, though. I the Mirror film. Not sure what that is, but we'll we'll figure it's it out. It's the new Disney movie. Is that? A it's a, yeah, it's about the the it's a it's a it's about a Ugandan girl uh, playing chess. It looks fucking good. Okay. And apparently, it is really fucking good. Well, I think I, I vaguely, I think I, I have vaguely not, yeah, remember like seeing a trailer. a trailer I saw on something vaguely, months ago. Vaguely, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. That's the one where like she's in in Africa. Yeah, in Uganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that looks good. With with uh, David Oyelowo and uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, hey, who's that? Like, even when they dress her down, she is just uh, ridiculously attractive. <laughs> they're like L- Lupita. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's a good looking woman. They're just like they're like <laughs> we're just gonna take the makeup off her. We're gonna put her in this impoverished country. It's just like she is still just gorgeous, man. <laughs> it's like y'all can't y'all can't ugly that lady up. It's pretty damn tough. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I. 
Like even in Star Wars, she's I was even, like, yeah, come she's on, even, Maz Katana. She's Let's even hot as a little orange CGI creature. <laughs> like, how the fuck do you pull that up? I was like, that little that little creature's sexy. Well, I don't know why that is. <laughs> I should not be attracted to the little orange female yeah, Yoda. Come on, Maz, let's do it. Ain't, ain't nothing about this right. She's also very old, this character. That's not good. Why am I? All right. Thanks, movie. Uh, so we'll be talking about all those things and more. So um, that's it, everybody. We'll be uh, we'll be back here next week, hopefully a little bit quicker than Thursday for you. So, uh, yep. but and, things and I've got to run to meet somebody, so there's not going to be an after show. No after show. You enjoy this. Charlotte, keep your fucking heads up, man. Uh, and to all my friends that are in news and stuff, uh, be fucking safe out there and everything. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Oh!